mom life. We all had a picture perfect vision of what it would look like. Then wham, reality hit us so hard that we started drowning and that vision of perfection disappeared. On Four Star Mom, I'm here to help you bring back your vision, at least to a four star mom level. Because let's face it, part of the joy of this crazy life is learning as we go. Listen for great practical and applicable tips on decluttering, simplifying life, parenting, food, and finances. Welcome to the Four Star Mom Podcast, where we learn how to do more than just survive. Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Four Star Mom. I'm really excited to bring you today's episode. I'm always looking for ways that we can simplify life, take something that we already have to do or something that we're already doing and mainstream it into a simpler process. And that's what today's episode is completely about. So we're going to talk about how you can make your own personal recipe binder. I don't know about you guys, but there are times when I sit down, I'm ready to make a recipe, and it's something that I've made before, and I start going and I look for this recipe and I'm wondering, okay, was it on a Pinterest board, or did I save it to Facebook, was it something I saw on Instagram, or wait, was it in a cookbook? And I'm literally going in circles trying to find this so-called perfect recipe that I know my family loves, and I just don't have any luck finding it. Or worse, I end up just hopping online and quick search the name of the recipe or what I think it's called, and I think I found the recipe only to find out that it is an epic fail and it was not the correct recipe. So what if there was a way that we could eliminate this chaos, eliminate this searching, and have all of our favorite recipes in one spot? Well, there is. And the simple solution is a recipe binder. So in today's episode, we're really going to break it down. We're going to talk about what a recipe binder is. I'm going to give you some really great tips and tricks so you can start creating your recipe binder now. I'll tell you how to use and update your recipe binder. And then a few pro tips and a few variations that will make your recipe binder even more usable. Okay, so first off, let's go to what is a recipe binder. Okay, a little caveat. I'm all about embracing the digital age. You can hop on my Pinterest and I have board after board of recipes that I want to try. I have pinned and saved and screenshot lots of different recipes. The problem is, like we talked about at the beginning, finding that right recipe. So when it comes to my actual recipe binder, I'm all about a flashback to the 90s or the early 2000s and having everything in hard copy. The other thing that's really awesome about having a recipe binder is instead of having shelf after shelf of cookbooks where you may only like one or two recipes in a cookbook, you can literally have one binder where you've made a copy of a recipe from a cookbook and or you've just torn out the page and it's right there in your all access binder. So basically a recipe binder is all of your family's favorite recipes in one easy to find spot. It's an awesome place to keep all those go-to recipes that you love to prepare, that you make all of the time. Maybe you even have some of them memorized, but 
It's a great way to take online recipes, cookbook recipes, social media recipes, recipes from friends, recipes from magazines, and put them in one spot in a paper copy. Okay, hopefully you're a little bit intrigued. You're on board with this recipe binder idea. Let's talk about actually creating and making your recipe binder. Now you can make this as complicated as you want, but I'm all about simplicity here. And at the four star mom, we're going for four out of five stars. So we are talking about function being a priority, but aesthetics, maybe not so much. So your supply list is a hard covered binder and you can just go to whatever big box store that you want and pick up a one or two inch binder. You do not have to get fancy here. Next is you want some plastic sleeves. Now, this is the part that makes recipe binders super easy to use because if you have plastic sleeves, the size of your recipe does not matter. So if it's an old recipe card, you can still stick it in a plastic sleeve. If it's something that you tore out of a magazine or a cookbook, you can put it in a recipe sleeve. If you printed it out online, you can put it in a recipe sleeve. So those plastic sleeves that a regular piece of paper can fit in are absolutely perfect. Next, obviously you want something to write with because you're going to be making notes on these recipes. Um, you want everything to be adjusted adequately for your family. And then the final thing is some dividers. Dividers will really make it easy for you to create the categories that you need in your own recipe binder. So that's, that's the supply list. Easy to access supplies and they're not expensive. So you are not undertaking a huge financial burden with this recipe binder. Okay, now comes creation. And this is going to be a work in process because you're not going to have all of your family's favorite recipes instantly and you probably want to try a few new recipes. So the beautiful thing about a recipe binder versus a family cookbook or something like that is it's super easy to add to all the time. So as you accumulate recipes that your family loved, they will go into the binder. And in fact, you can even keep a separate pile or file folder or section in your binder for recipes that you want to try. But really keep in mind that as soon as you file them in your recipe binder, it is a tried and true recipe. Chances are it has notes, it has suggestions, it has been modified to fit your family's tastes. Okay, so in order to start actually making your recipe binder, here are these simple steps. First, you wanna create some kind of cover. Actually, this is totally optional. If there's a plastic sleeve on the front of your binder, you can make a cover and you can call it your family recipe binder. Or if it's just a solid color binder, you can even just take a Sharpie and write on the front of it. Or if you know where it's going to be, you can just put it on the shelf without a cover. Next, you wanna kind of think about your dividers or your sections and you can label those. Maybe you want to go like a regular cookbook and have a dessert section and a soup section and a salad section and an entree section, or maybe your family uses different small appliances and you have an Instapot section and an air fryer section and a crock pot section, or maybe you're more interested in main courses and you have a pork section and a chicken section and a beef section. This is where your own personal recipe binder is, it's just fantastic to have because there is no right or wrong way to section these. Okay, next you're going to add your plastic sleeves and start adding your recipes. 
So I like to put all of my empty plastic sleeves at the back of my recipe binder. So then when I do come across a good recipe, it's easy to grab one of those empty sleeves, put my recipe in it, and then file it where I want it to go. And you can start taking those recipes and compiling your tried and true recipes and filing those into your recipe binder. All right, so we know what it is. We know how to assemble it. Let's talk about some usage for your recipe binder. Okay, so basically you're going to have two main purposes when it comes to using your recipe binder. Those purposes are going to be adding to your binder and using the recipes already in your binder. Okay, I recommend, like I said, keeping the recipes that you want to try in a separate section or a separate folder. As soon as you try a recipe, if it's a fail, you're going to toss it. If it's a recipe that your family likes, then you immediately want to put notes on it if you made any changes. I don't know about you guys, I rarely stick to the actual recipe. Usually the seasoning's different, or I add a little bit more of a sauce, or more cheese, or something like that. These are the notes that you want to put on your recipes. I am so guilty of thinking that the next time I make the recipe, I will remember the changes that I made, only to completely forget them, or do something completely different. Also, you might want to make some notes about what you would do differently next time. And this can easily be done with a sticky note. So if you thought, for example, I'm going to cut back on the salt or I'm going to cut back on the sugar on this recipe next time, but you're not 100% sure what amount, you can put a sticky note on your recipe and say, use less salt next time. And then where it's in that recipe sleeve or in that um, 8.5 by 11 plastic sleeve, it's really easy for the note card to stay affixed to the recipe, and then you're not writing notes that you're gonna cross off on your original recipe. But make sure, make notes, go back and write down what worked, what didn't work, what you would do differently. Okay, let's talk now about actually using the recipes in your binder. If you're going to go to the work of creating this recipe binder, you want to use it. So once you have your binder started, it's super easy to keep adding to it, but you need to remember that it's also a resource that you can use now. So if you know you have a favorite recipe and it's in your binder, you can just grab your binder when it's time to cook. I have an absolute favorite cinnamon roll recipe and we make cinnamon rolls two, maybe three times a year. And so I don't remember the recipe, I don't remember what I'm supposed to do, but I can grab my recipe binder. Right there is my cinnamon roll recipe. I have my notes on it, and my cinnamon rolls will turn out excellent every single time. And I really say that that's because I have that recipe binder. Okay, you can also use your recipe binder if you do meal planning. So pull down your binder, get out wherever you like to do your meal planning, whether it's on paper, whether it's on an online platform, and start flipping through your recipe binder. This will make it really easy to choose some family favorites. Another thing is you can mark down if something's a favorite meal that you could stick in the freezer or make doubles of. I know on my lasagna recipe in my recipe binder, I have a little star and I put, think about making two and freezing one. I had a great episode um, here a few weeks back on freezer meals. Check that out if you're interested at all on freezer meals. Okay, you can also use your recipe binder if you're teaching children or friends how to prepare a meal. 
So along the same lines, your binder's a great resource also if a friend compliments a meal and asks for a copy of your recipe. You know it's in your recipe binder. You can quick turn to that page, take a quick picture, and text that recipe onto your friend. It really will help you save a lot of time and energy. Also, if you are flipping through grocery flyers and you see that something's on sale, you can quick go to your recipe binder and see how many family favorites would use those ingredients. And you can think about how many you want to buy for your back stock. It really helps you save time. It saves energy. It allows you to prepare delicious meals that your family is going to enjoy and have has enjoyed in the past. It's, it's just an excellent resource simple resource that every family should have. Okay, there really is no right or wrong way to use your binder. You can have a specific section for new recipes to try and you will have your tried and true recipes in their proper section. And another thought too is a variation is you could have a few different binders. In my family, we actually have our regular recipe binder, but then we have a pressure cooker and air fryer, and I have a separate binder where I put all of my favorite air fryer and pressure cooker recipes in that. Um, another way is don't forget, I am so guilty of seeing a great recipe in a magazine, and so then I bend down the corner of that page, and I think for sure I'm going to go back and I'm gonna use that recipe, and I never do. So now I'm finally in the habit, if I see a recipe in a magazine, and it's my magazine, I will just tear the recipe out and I put it in my pile of recipes to try. If it works, awesome. That magazine clipping goes directly into my recipe binder. And if it doesn't work, then I can just toss it. Another really kind of creative usage for your recipe binder is if you have a close friend or a family member who's getting married, you can actually make them a copy of your recipe binder. This is especially if you know that they like to cook or they're interested in cooking or if you have similar tastes, but it's a really special personalized gift if you give them a copy of your family's tried and true favorite recipes. It's kind of extra special if it has your handwriting on it or your notes on the recipes. Um, you can give this gift by itself, or you can add this to another gift that you were already planning on giving them. I know one year for Christmas, my mother-in-law made me a recipe binder. She's an outstanding cook, and she took a lot of my husband's favorite recipes and put those in the recipe binder, as well as some things that she thought that our family would like based on our tastes. And anyway, that was, that was a decade or more ago, and I still love having that binder. I know I can find tried, true, wonderful recipes in there. And then with the blank plastic sheets at the end, I can easily add a few more recipes. Or if she gives me another recipe, I can add it to the binder that she gave me. The last thing that I'd like to tell you is to remember that your binder is never going to be done. And that's okay. If you're like me, we're constantly trying new recipes. There's seasons of life where I want to try new recipes. I want to see what my family will enjoy. And then there's other times where I just want to go with the tried and true. I want to keep things simple. So you're gonna be constantly finding new recipes that you want to add, that you want to modify. But the, the main thing is, is that you have a system in place. You have a plan in place and there's a space for those new recipes and those tried and true recipes. 
The bottom line is that central location, that recipe binder, is really going to be a game changer for you and your family. I would love to hear if you have a recipe binder, how you use your recipe binder, or if you're excited about creating a recipe binder. Added bonus, if you have some recipes that you think our listeners would love to try, hop on over to Four Star Mom Life on Instagram and let's continue the conversation there. Or you can visit me on Four Star Mom on Facebook. I love trying new recipes. I love talking about recipes. Let's continue the conversation there. This episode of the Four Star Mom may be over, but we can still chat. Hop on over to Four Star Mom on Facebook and Four Star Mom Life on Instagram. And as always, live your best Four Star Mom Life. Thanks for listening.